Hi everybody, this is Leslie and this is episode one, takeaways for writers and other interested parties because even if you're not a writer, maybe you're just interested in how the sausage gets made in each episode. So this week we're going to talk about opening your story because episode one is the opening of this story. And um, I'm sharing each week really because I like to be open about my process and um, help other people learn and learn maybe from your comments as well. So that's my purpose. And so let's get going. So this week's takeaways, we're going to talk about two things. First and or opening lines, same thing. And we're also going to talk about the importance of conflict. And whatever I say, it's certainly not the only way to tell a story. The things that I do in this story, you know, it's not the way I open every story. It's not the way I do, you know, nobody does everything the same way. And the same person doesn't even do the, doesn't do the same thing in everything he or she does um, in each project. So, but this is what I did for this project. And I'm going to talk through that. So first lines. So you want to think first of what, what you want to accomplish with your first line, because to me, you know, whatever I read first, if I, when I'm opening up a book, I, the first line, the first page is kind of like, if I'm not captured, then I'm going to, you know, go somewhere else. Um, so you want to introduce your characters. So you, my, my purpose in saying that though, is that you want to make it catchy in some way, right? But within that catchiness, you want to introduce your characters. You want something provocative, eye-catching in some way. So, and that's not true in every single case, but, um, you know, just in general, you want something that's going to catch people's attention in some way. And that um, thing that catches attention could be really mild or really major. You might open with an explosion or you might open with someone slapping the shit out of somebody else whatever, however you open it, you might open with someone saying something really provocative, right? And so, um, and it could be dialogue and or action oriented. So like I said, there might be an explosion or someone might say something really um, provocative in some way. So in this case, Camille says that kids are ugly and, or, you know, she says, I didn't know there were so many of them in the world, that kind of thing. And so that's, you know, it's not like a, a crazy statement. It's not something where it's like, you know, something more outrageous can't be stated, but you know, it's kind of like a cool thing. You know what I'm saying? Who, who opens with this? Who, who says this kind of thing? Right. And I deliberately chose my most quote unquote outrageous character to open, um, because I wanted to catch as many people's attention, kind of like drag their eyes down the page. Um, which is something provocative and she's going to be the one to say something the most provocative um, because that's just kind of how Camille is. And then um, I wanted to have dialogue between her, Jamie and Sabrina, because I want you to get a feel for kind of how the characters are different and how they interact with each other. So immediately that first line is, you know, she says something and then it's, and Sabrina and I grown so that, you know, already there are more people there and you know, kind of who they are. And they're already like, oh, my God, here she goes. Right. Because you want something if you're going to have someone outrageous and you want someone who's kind of going to be a foil or an opposite for that character to some degree, who's going to be like, you know, because you have too much outrageousness, it just gets to be unbelievable. But if you have like kind of like the opposite 
kind of thing going immediately, then people find that believable and they find that relatable and they'll hang in there with you for that. Um, and like I was saying, you want to reveal character via their dialogue. No, not so much talking about them or saying, you know, Camille thought this and then, but just kind of let them do their thing. Let them, let them be. And so now um, we're going to talk about conflict. So conflict, I consider it the engine that drives the story most of the time. You can get into, you know, very literary fiction where it's, you know, pages and pages of exposition and, and nothing's really happening. And they're, you know, describing this gorgeous home and they're all these extended metaphors and so forth and so on. And it's, you know, high-minded, high-minded, high-minded. And, you know, that might win this and that prize, but it's not going to have a huge readership necessarily. Or maybe it could, you never know. But um, in general, you want your story to open with some kind of conflict. Because why? Because people like to watch conflict, right? That's why um, reality TV is so big, but also, and I mean, that's why they engineer conflicts on there, clearly. But that's why, you know, any story on, on TV, most of the time there's something wrong going on. Otherwise, what's the point? And so I try to introduce a number of conflicts in this first episode. So conflict number one, Camille wants to leave her job. Conflict number two, we see that Camille kind of has, has it out for her stepson, Stevie. Um, conflict three, Sylvie and Trey. Is he, is he married? Is he not? Is he shady? Is he not? Is she stupid? Is she not? Conflict number four, Jamie, Tim, and Charles, right? Kind of the semi-love triangle, although you don't yet know really um, her relationship to her husband, although you see a little bit of it, right? And then you see a little bit of that she just at least really wants to talk to this Charles and it's like, who is that, right? And then conflict five, Jamie having a baby. And so these are the things that the women talk about. And I wanted, um, I wanted them to have, you know, things that they were kind of like going back and forth about things they were arguing about. And so I deliberately, when I started, before I started writing the episode, I said, okay, I'm going to give everybody a problem and maybe they won't. Sabrina doesn't really have a problem in this episode, right? But we know that she has a case coming up and she serves pretty much as comic relief to some degree. Not, not really her character so much. She's not like, ha ha, so funny. But what she talks about, her contribution to the conversation, the dick pics thing, that kind of serves as some comic relief after all this conflict, right? Um, and the dialogue within all the conflict, there are moments that, you know, hopefully make you like smile a little bit, like, it's like oh, that's cool, that's, that's clever, whatever, whatever. Um, the dialogue within the conflict offers comic relief within the conflict. Because, you know, I want the story, or at least the opening of the story to be pretty light, uh, but I still want to introduce serious things, real things that the characters are going through. So that is conflict. So when you're opening your story, think about the problems that you want to introduce your characters having. And it, you don't have to open necessarily the same way I did. You could be, the problem could be the characters trying to find her keys, right? That's a conflict. That's a problem. We want to see does she find them? How does she act while she can't find them? Is she like cursing at her kids? Is she, is she like panicking? Is she crying? You know, what's, how, 
how is she going to solve this problem? What is she like? What is her character like as she solves this problem? And then from there, maybe we see her go on and she's talking about problems she's having with her husband or problems she's having with her boyfriend or a date she had last night, whatever, whatever. But yeah, so opening with conflict, opening with something provocative. Um, And so in summary, a strong beginning can include, it doesn't have to include these things, but this is what I included in mine. um, And hopefully it is strong. A provocative opening that is action, that contains action and or dialogue. Mine contained basically all dialogue because the action that the women are taking, they're eating, right? So I did try to show them, you know, little bits of them eating and drinking things, but my provocative opening was all dialogue um, and dialogue that's relevant to the story. Now, is the fact that, you know, kids are ugly, that's not immediately relevant to the story, but I made it relevant when Jamie says it makes you appreciate Stevie more and Camille's like anyway, um, but that makes it. I connected it so that we do come to a relevant part of the story, which is um, Camille's conflict with Stevie. And then um, a strong beginning can also include an immediate introduction to the characters. So from sentence one, you have an idea of what Camille is like. From everybody's first sentence or first sentences, you have an idea kind of of kind of a very quick snapshot of what these characters are like. Um, and, um, the last thing of course is conflict. We want to see the character, your main character, your protagonist, we want to see him or her, um, in the midst of a conflict, thinking about a conflict, um, engaging with someone else and thus having conflict, but they need to start in some way that in some way they need to be unhappy, um, or they need to be have something have something thrust upon them that is making them unhappy that puts them in problem solving mode otherwise what's the point again a strong opening doesn't necessarily have to include these things um, but this is what my opening included so thank you for listening and, and or watching today please like and subscribe if you have writing questions then um please add those in the comments and um, please learn more about the ladies of episodes at realepisodes.com. And thanks again.